Welcome to the Bridge to Branches podcast. You and your entirety are welcome here, no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've been through. On the Bridge to Branches podcast, we believe every mental health experience is valid and has power. If you are tending to your mental health, you are smart and brave. If life is a tree, mental health is the bridge from the roots to the branches, connecting where we've been and what we've been through to its impact on the world, spanning outwards. Mental health is the bridge to your destiny in this world. Join us in talking about it. Content warning for this episode. We discuss sensitive topics such as the use of the word crazy, psychiatric hospitalizations, and paranoid delusions. Hi everyone, my name is Alex. I'm the host of the Bridge to Branches podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm a writer and artist on some days, a highly sensitive person and an empath. I've also been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and in the last 20 or so years, also obsessive compulsive disorder, depression, and anxiety. Basically, I understand that all of these are labels that we use to define ourselves at different times or another. I know that they've been used to define and label me. I also recognize that I'm bigger than all of them. Thank you so much for being here and witnessing this unfolding. Here we go. Here's episode one. Cool. I wanted, to, I wanted to see if you could introduce yourself. Yeah, so I'm Alex. Um, my preferred pronouns are she and hers. Um, I'm the host of this show, but we're doing things a little bit backwards today. Ari, you're going to interview me so I can kind of tell my story, and then we're going to go from there. So let's see what happens. Thank you so much for interviewing me, interviewing me today. Amazing. Thank you. It's such an honor to be asked for this opportunity from you to be a part of this project. And I'm really excited to be here. So can you tell us about um, what this is? Yeah. So this podcast um, was born over the course of the last six months or so in my mind, at least. Um, At the time, I, um, about six months ago, decided that I wanted to come up with some sort of collective bridging um, science and sustainability and environmental justice is one category. Social justice is another category and spirituality is a third together into what I call the love revolution. And um, I kind of wanted to bring people together who were involved in all those different facets, recognizing that they're all deeply and inherently connected together. And to be honest, a lot of really generative, amazing conversations came from that that project, but not a whole lot of like tangibility. So um, I had talked with a few friends here and there about starting podcasts over the last like year or so throughout the course of the last year over various topics. 
Yeah, I've been through quite the mental health journey over the last four and a half years or so. And that came together with this love revolution idea. And this idea for the podcast was born in the last like month. So did that make sense? I kind of told that in like a very like tangential way. It definitely did make sense. So just so that we're clear, there's three categories inside of this, right? Totally. So you have science, social justice, and spirituality. Correct. Which you call the three S's. Yes. And they all combine in a, in a woven way to create the love revolution. Yes. Okay, amazing. That's really beautiful. Thank you for describing that yeah, so well. Yeah. So um, I was thinking that with the name of the podcast, Bridge to Branches Podcast, that if you know life is a tree, that the trunk of the tree is the bridge from the roots to the branches, and the branches are branching out, um, co- connecting all three of these kind of categories, these three S's. That's kind of where I was going with the Bridge to Branches uh, podcast name. So yeah. Well, that's so amazing. I can't wait to hear more about it. And it's I know it's a complex concept, and it has so many meanings and so deep. So I'm sure we'll like learn a lot more even as it unfolds. You know totally. that we don't even know yet. Yeah. I mean, I was wondering because I know that you know this is a part of your personal journey too, and so we're going to get into that. Like, I'm really excited. So I'm wondering, like, just. It's just so awesome that you're able to bring this forward right now as an idea and to actually put it into action and as a part of your healing journey too through you know mental um what word would you use mental illness or I don't want to use a word yeah. for you Well that's actually yeah that's an interesting it's interesting that you say that that right now because mental illness is one thing that I do want to talk about I want to talk about the term mental illness mm-hmm. a little bit but um Yeah, I mean, I would say through my mental health journey, um, so I've been diagnosed with bipolar. So in the, um, you know, the Western psychiatric kind of DSM world, um, I have bipolar and that is considered a mental illness. So you could say, you know, that I'm a person living with mental illness in a lot of societies and indigenous societies and so on and so forth. Often the people who are, diagnosed with such disorders um, are the medicine people of those societies, are the shamans. And in this society, we have people who are given diagnoses and given medications and whatnot to kind of stop their, um, their symptoms without recognizing that a lot of those symptoms could be actually really beneficial in a lot of ways, um, not only for maybe survival, but for beyond that, like spiritual means, perhaps. Um, So it varies from person to person, but that's the long answer. Um, So yeah, I would say I like the term mental health journey. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, amazing. So how do you feel being here today starting this? I'm pumped. I'm like really, really stoked. I feel like this has been a long time coming. I've been through hell and back over the last four and a half years. Um, you know, my family has been through kind of hell and back with me. And they've stood by me and I have some close friends who have stood by me. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to bring people together and to talk about something that should be talked about because every single person has mental health, every single person has mental health experiences. Um, Why are we shying away from it, especially in a country, um, in this country, I should say, uh, when we 
pay so much money for so many other things. We devote attention and money to so many different other issues, but mental health is just not something that we pay attention to. And it's, it's really, really tragic because it affects every single person. Mm. That's beautiful. I love that you're saying mental health versus mental illness. And I love how you just said that everyone has mental health, which is so true. Right. And so amazing. So like, oh. how, how do you see where your journey, your mental health journey began? Um, so my mental health journey began when I was 14. Um, my cousin died in a car accident. And within about three months of that happening, I got my very first period. And um, I started exhibiting all these symptoms of what was ultimately diagnosed as obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, not paying much attention, <clears throat> excuse me, the doctor is not paying much attention, I think, to the fact that I just started menstruating for the first time and I had all sorts of crazy hormones going off. Um, but uh, paying more attention to the fact that I had just, you know, um, been not directly privy to, but indirectly privy to someone close to me passing away. Um, so I was diagnosed with OCD and then later anxiety and depression. Um, my symptoms were I was washing my hands excessively. I was counting things excessively. I was counting numbers. I was counting words and sentences, um, trying to group together certain things. It's kind of interesting because much later down the road, about 14 years later, I grew to be very interested in numerology, so that was kind of a funny connection um, that later came about in my life. But um, yeah, so that mental health journey started around 14 or 15, and um, I was promptly put on Zoloft and kept on antidepressants um, by the various doctors I saw throughout the next 10 or so years. I got off of antidepressants in my 20s, and then... Um, started exhibiting um, symptoms of what was later diagnosed as bipolar around age 29, 28, 29. Um, yeah, so it's continued since then. And then I'm 33 now. Um, things really picked up in the last, like I said, since 29. Um, yeah, over the last four years, I've been through this crazy journey. Um, a lot of it had to do with, so basically my symptoms were rooted in paranoia. Um, I developed some really extreme symptoms of paranoia where I felt like people were after me. Um, I felt like people were taking pictures of me with their phones, like excessively. Like I would, I wouldn't say it was hallucinations, but, um, you know, I would notice, I would notice things that maybe weren't quite happening the way I believed they were happening. Um, so I, uh, yeah, I got to the point where I had a, what is called a psychotic break. And um, a psychotic break to me is really just a person having a break with uh, real-time 3D reality, the reality that, um, that, every, or that most other people are experiencing at the time. So I had a break with that reality, with this reality that we exist in right now. And I ended up in a hospital. Um, 
So I was hospitalized, and I've been hospitalized now four times in the past four and a half years. Um, or I should say three times, but at four different hospitals. So the first time was at two different hospitals. I was just transferred from one to the next. So I spent time in four different hospitals. Um, yeah, so I have some crazy stories. I'm actually writing a book. Um, I have gotten, I'm close to finished with the book. Um, it's been an incredibly healing process and yeah, it kind of starts with, um, the first chapter starts with the first night of waking up in the, in the hospital and just being completely bewildered about where I am and kind of goes from there and just tells my story. So that's been an incredibly healing process for me to write this book. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, because I know that like sometimes people will have experiences with what you talked about with hospitalization, for example, and they might never tell anyone about it or they might never talk about it, you know, generally. Yeah, so yeah, totally. It's cool to hear you talk about it. And I know like there is a vulnerability piece. And I know some of your idea around this whole podcast project idea is to really just share and bring it all into the light. Yeah. And that's really amazing. I know in the beginning you mentioned like how it's, it takes bravery to look at these things. So I think it takes, like it's, you're demonstrating bravery and courage right now just by speaking about your experience and that will inspire people to follow. So you're really just like setting the bar right now. Thank you for saying that. That's really impactful to me. Um, so the reason I'm able to talk about being in a psychiatric hospital is because I'm healing that internal stigma, like the judgment I've held around hospitals um, and I'm talking about it with with folks um, I think that there's huge stigma around hospitals but they're not psychiatric hospitals are not what they were in the 50s when folks called them nut houses and people referred to them as loony bins and that sort of thing if people are referring to psychiatric hospitals with those sort of names and have the sort of judgments that they have about them then they're simply behind the times and just don't understand that there are places where folks go to heal. Like I went to a psychiatric hospital on a couple of different occasions because I really needed assistance and help with mental crises, mental health crises. And that's just important as a physical crises or uh, malady or whatnot that a typical hospital would assist with. So, I mean, they're better. Hospitals are Psychiatric hospitals are a better option for sure than the alternative, which could be, you know, being on the streets or in jail or dead. Um, but again, every, every journey is different. Every person's journey is different. You know, like I was in a not great hospital for a while. I saw some really not great things. And then I was in other hospitals that were really helpful to me and really healing. And the last one, I knew, I decided that it was the last time I would be in a psychiatric hospital, and it was. Um, there was a nurse that said to me in that hospital at one point that, you know, people come in and they stay a while and then they leave and then they come right back in. And I decided completely that that was not going to be me any longer. Um, 
and I really committed to my healing path, um, my healing process, and I had to start taking lithium. Um, I was prescribed other medications previously that clearly didn't work for me, and lithium is what helped me. Um, again, not every person wants to be on an allopathic medication. Every person's journey is very different, um, but that's how I got stable combined with um, therapy, and I'm a huge advocate for therapy and have been for years. I think every person on the planet deserves and should be in therapy, to be quite, on to be quite honest. Um, every person goes through pain and trauma and has mental health um, experiences and issues, and um, therapy is just so hugely helpful, and I am so blessed to have access to therapy. Um, I wish that every person had access to therapy. I'm a huge advocate for that. Awesome. So what is your intention with this podcast? To talk with people and hear people's mental health experiences and hopefully normalize these conversations a little bit more so that people can talk about these things because if people talk about them, that's when they're able to start healing. And that's what we need. We need a world of healed, healthy people. And um, it feels important to me that there isn't judgment or stigma around this stuff. Um, because again, every single person has mental health. Every single person has mental health issues at times. And if you don't, you're probably not really living, truthfully. Um, so why are people not talking about it more? Like, why do people like shy away from it and push it under the rug and shame each other for having issues or crises or psychoses or um, what have you, you know? So I think talking about it, opening the door to that conversation, and then also um, talking about where we go when we do have healthy, healthy mental health, um, what we span out to in the world, where the branches of the tree go, what they affect, what they impact, um, and especially around the three S's, which I originally named, so science and spirituality and social justice, and I should say science and sustainability, so that's like environmental justice, mm -hmm. um, everything Earth-related, which is, of course, everything, and the point is that all three of them, all three of those categories are one, like it's, it's all connected, it's all deeply, inherently connected, so... Um, people, how people's mental health is impacted or influenced um, by the, their work in the world or vice versa and how it all goes hand in hand. That's what I want to talk about. That's what's important to me. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I love a lot of what you said. Uh, I noticed you said that like talking about this, you know, in general, talking about our experience of mental health or our journeys is healing in itself. Yes. And I feel like from the beginning, you're already opening up a lot of doors because you've already touched on a, a couple, a number, a number of subjects that would then give others permission to do the same. And I'm wondering what you mean by like just talking about it. How is that healing to you? Well, it's collaborative. So um, I saw a meme the other day that was really beautiful. I thought, and it said. Um, take away the I and illness and make it a we and you get wellness. And I was like, hell yes. Like coming together and like 
doing this together, supporting one another, like that's how we heal, right? Like we're social beings, we're social creatures. We're meant to do this together. We're not meant to be alone in isolation, you know, in, in solitude and solitary confinement. Like what is that shit? Like we're not, we're not, that's not how we're structured. That's not how we're hardwired. Like that's not what we're supposed to be. That's not how we're supposed to exist on our own. Like we're, we need to be collaborating with one another and at least at the very least talking with one another about our issues and, and how we can heal them and how we can grow together. Mm. I love this. So I'm really seeing more of this metaphor emerge and unfold, like that we are building our own personal bridges and then that becomes our healthy branches that reach outward. Yes, yes. So, and we're seeing this, the spiritual and the social and the science as our branches that are outreaching in a healthy way, growing, you know, from this, from this source of, of healed, a healed source. Yeah. And then they go outward and they are able to impact the world at large in exactly. a healthy way. Exactly. Like tendons, like tendons of, of the tree, um, the branches of the tree are like the tendons that, that create, um, more and more impact the farther they reach and the farther they reach is in, like it's infinite so yeah I oh. mean what we have to what the opportunity we have to create by healing ourselves is infinite and it's it's impactful it's so impactful that's beautiful so what how did you land on those three s's that you've chosen for this uh so Maybe in 2013 or so, I was living out in Colorado at the time, and um, I would get into conversations often with friends around um, the combination, or sorry, the, um, well, I guess, yeah, the combination is the right word, of um, science and spirituality, the two coming together, and how the two are saying the same thing, but speaking in different languages. So... um, yeah, the, the the fact that science and spirituality in a world that's so divided, you know, might come together could be a really, really positive thing. And then it was like something's missing from this. And what made sense was the social piece. Like people are at odds with one another. People are really horrible to one another. People don't get what they need in this world when there's plenty for everyone. And so the third piece just very clearly felt like social justice. So it's social justice, science, and sustainability, and spirituality. It's kind of like the three-tiered system mm-hmm. that I kind of thought made sense. Yeah, it does. I feel like it, there's, a, there's something very cool about how you're starting with the individual and with mental health because it really instills the idea that one individual healing process, you know, or one individual person's mental health journey it can impact, you know, once we are, we're, we're healing our own bridges and then we can grow our own branches and then we can really create impact, but starting with our own personal journey. Completely. Well, it starts with the self, like everything starts with the self. If you heal yourself, like you're going to be, you're going to have a positive impact in some way in the world. And big, a big process in my life right now is finding my voice. Mm. Um, so really like, um, stepping into my power and finding my voice and speaking my, speaking my truth, speaking my power 
and this is helping me do it. Like I feel it coming, you know, mm. it's like really like, it's like flowing through me for sure. But, um, it's not as solid as it will, as it will continue to be, or will continue to grow to be. Um, so yeah, uh, I was just going to say though about the self, how it, everything starts with the self and that, um, every person is in a universe into themselves or unto themselves. Right. So like our minds are literal universes, like constantly growing new neural pathways and new neurons. And we're able to constantly come into new understandings and new ideas. And so we truly have universes, unique, completely unique universes in our minds, but everything about us is completely unique. So if we, what we have to give to the world is unique. So if we're able to be healthy and create from that healthy space um it is it's unreal i mean it's super real it's like the the things that we can come up with and create are just it's ridiculous it's amazing so wow super real yeah super <laughs> that's real. awesome uh, i would just say as a process like i i'm having a live experience of what you're saying about your you know so you're summoning your voice like i'm seeing it even from the beginning of this episode yeah and even like you know I'm seeing your hands are kind of like they shake a little bit and I'm seeing over time like you're it's like you're holding a more of a grip on the moment even like your hands aren't even moving as much you know later a few minutes into it it's like totally you're you're like finding like the super reality finding my flow yeah yeah that's really amazing that's a really amazing thing to witness and it um it just like, I, I know what it feels like to be in a, where, like, I'm, I'm wanting to find my voice and I can't even break out of, like, my own life, you know, enough to speak with a voice. So I really want to offer you, like, um, I think it's really, like, amazing what you're doing, you know, what you're, what you're inviting yourself to do right now. You're choosing to do this on your own. And it's, it's just contributing to your healing, which is then contributing to everyone else that you are about to impact and that's so cool so my next question that i would wonder is how are your branches how you know we know that you're definitely rebuilding your bridge right now would you agree with that yes totally even in this moment even in this episode so how how would you say that your branches as they reach you know those tendons out into the world how are they impacting you know with with your own version of the three s's or how do you look forward to them doing so yeah definitely well, I'll have to say that through my um, through my mental health experiences over the last few years, I had a really profound experience with death, and that is because I um, became so terrified of what I believed to be people being actually after me and chasing me. I thought I was going to be... Um, apprehended, kidnapped, tortured. Um, it was, it was insanity, like true insanity. Um, yeah, I thought I was going to be tortured eternally. Um, and I, and it sounds ridiculous. Like it sounds completely ridiculous to say now. And I understand that. Yeah. I believed that all these horrible things were going to be happen were going to happen to me. And I realized that death was not so bad. Like it would have been a better option than what all the things that I imagined were going to happen to me. And through that realization, 
I kind of befriended death and um, it became this concept to me that didn't feel that scary. It became like a friend almost, like a friend I didn't quite know because obviously I'm alive still, but I, um, literal death didn't, I didn't experience. But um, in a figurative way, I experienced many, many deaths through that process. So in a way I did befriend death and get to know death pretty intimately. Um, and yeah, so I'm actually moving towards a certification as an end of life doula at this point. Um, a death doula sometimes as they're also called. And that feels like really powerful work. It feels deeply, inherently spiritual to me. I'm taking my own spirituality into it, although I'm obviously not going to be, you know, pushing that on anyone. Um, but uh, it's kind of like a shield for me against anyone who judges that profession or that choice that I'm making to be an end of life doula. Like it makes complete sense to me. Um, and I have this really profound, deep experience that's kind of led me to it. So that's kind of like the spiritual aspect to me right now in my life, like tangibly. Amazing. Yeah, I was like, when you originally said you felt like you'd be eternally tortured, <laughs> um, it doesn't sound that ridiculous to me. It just sounds like once we would tap into the infinite of our lives, then if we go into our, like our shadow mind, you know, where you know we're more there's more dark thoughts, then it would make sense that we would have thoughts of eternity, but you know, yeah. in the reverse. It's not just like oh, I have an infinite potential and everything is possible. But that can go in another direction too, which is, yes, of course, I'm still infinite. I'm going into like shadow land for eternity. Yeah. So that's just like reasonable that you would think that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like the way you drew how you led your, how your life has led you to your death doula path and how you just like what you just described, you know, your experience with befriending, you know, the unfamiliar about death and how that has led you to your path now. So I'm wondering, like looking forward with this project, what types of people would you look to be inviting onto this? Because I know that you're interested in having people be interviewed regularly. Yes, yep. So we're going to do interviews every week. We're going to release a new interview every week. Um, but it's people who are going to be having had dealt with um, mental health situations and moving, moving, having moved through them um, and come out the other side or are working to come out the other side. Maybe they're not even there yet. You know, like all is welcome here. If they're not through that, like, let's, let's talk about it. Let's work through it. Let's start to work through it the best we can. You know, I'm not a trained professional, but I want to help people in any way that I can. Um, because I've been through some crazy stuff. Um, so yeah, people who have been through, you know, intense, mental health experiences and then who are doing impactful things in the world in those in those categories and throughout other you know more than that too um so whatever they're doing in the world that's generative and positive whatever positive impact they're making in the world i would love to know about it and i'd love to interview that person awesome i'm i'm really excited for everything that's possible with this so is there anything else you would like to share right now um, I noticed that I've said the word crazy a few times in this episode, and I just feel the need to share that crazy, along with words like insane and nuts, have been co-opted by society to oppress 
already oppressed people and gaslight them. And I think that the word should be reclaimed by those who are neurodivergent and neuroatypical. Anyone who isn't neurotypical and hasn't experienced what it's like to go through the psychiatric system. And I think it's up to those of us who aren't neurotypical to, to define what those words really mean. And it's empowering. It's like empowering to take back words. It is. It is empowering to take back words. Yeah. Rather than, the, rather than them having power over you. Completely, 100%. I'm so appreciative of some of the support and I'm appreciative of you, Ari. I can't wait for your interview. It's gonna be awesome. Um, and yeah, I think that to, you know, just like make a, making a blanket statement to start and saying, you know, I have struggled with mental illness. I've struggled with mental health challenges. I've been in psychiatric hospitals. I've been to therapy. I'm in therapy. I think that that's, those are really important points to make. And I think that we should normalize that stuff. I think that talking about it is really important. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, well, I want to thank you for letting me, you know, do this part and have this experience with you because I, it's my first time trying something like this and I definitely would say that I, I'm experiencing my own doubts around this where I would like, oh, am I saying the right thing or am I asking yeah. the right questions there, in the right flow? But yeah. I really feel like we're just doing the absolute best we can and we're learning along the way. And then there's like this cool discovery process where like new stuff will happen that we're not we don't even know what will what what is to come because there's really no there's no script here. Totally. And I think that's part of the healing the mental health journey as well is to kind of go off script a little bit and just explore. And yeah. really where is there to go? It's just there's nothing there's nothing to be afraid of. Completely. We're just it's really just ourselves. It's ourselves completely. It's all tangential too. Like we just move through things at different times and go off script like you said and come back to ourselves and then lose ourselves again and come back and that's that's what happens that's part of it that's part of life it's a really messy journey but it's also directing us somewhere Mm -hmm. and so as long as we hold on and kind of like go with it I think we'll end up somewhere But we have to, I think there's also the other really important point, again, that I'll make is that things like this should be collaborative. Like we are meant to do this together, hand in hand, Mm -hmm. and walk through the fire together. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Like what is um, like a a message you you would want to convey to anyone who would be listening or anyone in the future who would join you on this project? Don't be afraid of your mind. Um, don't be scared of what you have to offer the world and know that you are supported and you are seen and this podcast is here. So we're here for you too. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Mental health affects us all. If you are feeling suicidal, please call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Our life is an apprenticeship to the truth that around every circle another can be drawn, that there is no end in nature, but every end is a beginning, and under every deep, a lower deep opens. Ralph Waldo Emerson
Thank you to the city of Detroit, where we record this podcast each week. To Ayla Nario for the use of her beautiful song. And to our listeners who may be struggling with mental health issues. May this podcast serve as a light in what can often be a very dark night. Catch you next time on the Bridge to Branches podcast. Bye.